Hey, everybody. Hi, hello, how are you? Welcome. It's episode 221. 221. That's a lot of episodes. How are you? I hope you're well. I hope you're doing fine and dandy. I'm Vince. Hello, I'm your host. This is Atomic Radio Hour, post-nuclear podcast. Bang, bang. How are you? What's going on? I don't have a super long episode for you today. I forgot my water. I retrieved my water. I now have it. It is now in my possession. What's up, guys? What's going on? Like I said, nothing too crazy. Hope you guys are well. Welcome to Monster Month! Lightning! Monster Month! Every time I say, ah, I'm gonna hate myself for this, but every time I say Monster Month, I'm gonna have thunder and lightning, so Monster Month! Monster Month! Monster! Month! This is something we did before, I'm gonna do it again. Uh, I think I did it like two years ago. The first one was in Olive's Kitchen. So we're gonna do it again. Why not? People like Halloween. I'm, I, I don't get it, but people like it. So here, we're gonna do Monster Month. Uh, what Monster Month is, is every single week, I usually ask Discord a question for the lore, but I'll be doing a monster, a, a, a grotesque creature from the Fallout series. Um, this week is something classic. It's also kind of new, kind of old, kind of brash, kind of bold. What we're doing, what I'm doing is Monster Month. I'm going to take something from the series and just talk about it for the segment of lore. Once we get back to November, there will be lore segments chosen, chosen, chosen by the community. Thank you for your patience, your time, and your love. Before I get into anything Fallout-related for this week's lore, uh, I really would like to talk about something that I saw on Twitter that then took me to Reddit. So this was posted by Ken Vigue, who does Chad. Uh, with This is on, on Reddit. Actually, let me... Let me let me give this an updute. There we go. Uh, with Bethesda's blessing, we are throwing a Fallout 25th anniversary birthday party on the National Mall in Washington, D.C. on October 23rd with voice actor Wes Johnson for charity. Sunday, October 23rd at 1 p.m. for the very first time, we've been permitted by the National Park Service for up to 250 of us to assemble at the National Mall in Washington, D.C. and celebrate the 25th birthday of, of Fallout. This will be a truly unique opportunity to return to the Capital Wasteland. Bethesda veteran voice actor Wes Johnson will be there for a meet and greet, the voice of Fox, Mr. Burke, Protectrons, Super Mutants, Uncle Leo, and many more people, especially Shia Gorath. Uh, we will also be marching for a cause, St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital funding life-saving surgeries for kids from all over the world fighting for their lives. To date, the Fallout community has raised almost $400,000 in two years for St. Jude and other charities via Fallout for Hope. Which is something that I don't know why I've never been a part of. I don't know why I've never, like, stepped up and been like, yo, I want to be a part of this. So look out for that in the future, because I'm going to look out for that myself. The cosplay parade will begin at the Lincoln Memorial promptly at 1 p.m. We must disassemble by 3 p.m. We invite pe we invite anybody who can join us at the Celebrity Deli afterwards, which is Wes Johnson's favorite hangout. Uh, we will need to find transportation to get there, however you get there, whatever, whatever. You can't bring prop weapons of any kind per park service, so leave all your props at home, but show up in your, your vault suits and what have you. If you'd like to attend, there's I'll link this Reddit post below, but this is also they say that they want to do uh they want to do other meetups. They want to do one in Boston, uh Good Springs, 
Sutton, other parts of West Virginia. I'm assuming they would do it at the Mothman Museum. If you're in D.C., I've been itching to get on a plane. Uh, I'm going to, I might, you might see me. Uh, probably not. It's probably going to be expensive for just a weekend flight. Uh, but like, if you're in DC, if you're in the East and you don't mind taking the drive on a Sunday and going, it's a, go meet some people, go meet Fallout fans, go meet people who are a part of the community, be they 76ers or be they Fallout one and two people, but go out and enjoy yourself. Say hello. Ken will be there. Apparently I'm reading that correctly. Ken's going to be there. And go say hi to Ken. Tell Ken I said hey. I should reach out to the dude. I haven't spoken to him in a while. But, comma, check it out. I, I like that Fallout's starting to kind of have a community where we're meeting up again. And not that we did in the first place or didn't. Uh, the only thing I can think of as a Fallout meetup is there's a video online from probably about 10 years ago at this point of people playing Tunnel Snakes Rule as a bunch of people in leather jackets walk through a convention. That's like the closest thing to a meetup that I could think of even before like the pioneer saloon and what have you if you are in the dc metropolitan area get yourself some new balance 990s and go walk around just walk around also i talk a lot about i've talked a lot about here on the program about me being in dc for the first time and like being in the metro and going oh sh i've been here i know this place there should be ferals right over yonder go Check it out. Meet Wes Johnson. I'd like to talk to Wes Johnson on the show. I'd really like... There's a few people I'd really like to talk to. A couple of voice actors. Just the dude who's just like the white NPC man who I feel like I've talked to a billion times in Fallout. Just to hear his real voice. I think that'd be super tight. If you wind up going to this, uh, let us know in the Discord. It's, it's on Great War Day. Let us know in the Discord. Share some pictures. I would love to see it. I'd love to know what's going on. Um... Bobby da boop. Skip it a cream. Before I get into the lore, this one's a fun one. It's some classic Fallout lore. Uh, before I get into it, I have to thank the Patreon quick. Thank you to the Patreon. Because of you guys, I can continue to do this show. I continue to have love and support. Uh, and I'll just continue making what I love making with you guys right at my side. Starting at the top, I have to thank the OG Noah. Thank you, Noah. After Noah, I have to thank Danny. Thank you, Danny. After Danny, I have to thank Marcus. Thank you, Marcus. And last, but certainly not least, I have to thank TP. Thank you, TP. Because of you guys, like I said, I continue to do the show, and now it is time for the lore. Now, like I said, welcome to Monster Month. This is the first weekend of Monster Month. It's four or five weeks. I forget how many weekends are actually in the month of October. Uh, it is October 1st as of the day of this episode coming out. Happy Monster Month. Uh, I want to do... I believe I've done Death Claws before. I think I've done Ghouls before. I'm just looking over at the shelf to see if there's anything here that I need to really address. Centaurs, I would love to do. Just throwing some things out there. Bloatflies. I think I've done Bloatflies. I have to double check, because like I said, we've done this once before. Cazadors, we've done twice. I'm just trying to think of other things. I would love to talk about some of the mutations. Uh, even if it's someone... No, I already did Harold. Like, someone who's a mutated person. I think I could do Eddie Winter. I think I could technically do Eddie Winter, then. I want to talk about the, the ghoulies. Not the ghouls, but, like, the monsters that lurk in the shadows. Things that attack. Things that are carnivorous. For Halloween. So this week, the first week of Monster Month of 2022, we will be starting off with floaters from 
Fallout 2. Now, floaters are the product of flatworms that have been mutated by FEV. Uh, these experiments were done from West Tech. It was a branch of West Tech that had done them in 2075, a few years, two years before the bombs fall. Now, after the death of the Master, the Master had been creating, uh, like the centaurs, their botched experiments, but the Master had been creating these as well. After the death of the Master, you can find flatworms in New California, in the Central Valley. They're large, undulating creatures. Uh, they have soft bodies and flotation sacs. Yes, flotation sacs that emit noxious, flammable gases, allowing them to kind of hover in the air and kind of bob and weave. Behind me should be pictures of floaters um, from Fallout 2, and there's also probably a GIF or a picture, depending if I can get the GIF to work. GIFs are weird with DaVinci, the software that I edit with. So there's probably something behind me of what the newer ones look like and what the classic ones look like. Floaters are one of those things that make somewhat sense to me to be on the East Coast. Not entirely, but it's neat to me, and I'll get to that when I get there. Now, I get all of my lore off of fallout.fandom.com. Dot com And there's a few things that I wanted to read. There's a few things that I wanted to read directly off the wiki because I just want to make sure that I capture it in its entirety, in its full essence, because some of it, when you read it, is uh, bonkers. Nuts, even. This one I wanted to make sure I got directly. The primary mouth comprises a majority of the top of the creature's disc-like head. Surrounded by sharp teeth, the funnel-shaped aperture can be rapidly opened or closed. A long tentacle is able to rapidly protrude from the mouth. When a floater attacks prey, the head lowers with the mouth, pointing directly towards the target. Its tongue-like tentacle... Tongue-like tentacle maw is abruptly launched forwards, spiraling through the air with a gasp at its target. A smaller mouth at the... Uh, sometimes called the foremouth, <laughs> appears as a slit running from the bottom brim of its head into the gaping primary mouth. I wanted to make sure I got that directly, and I didn't want to just copy it down, so I thought I'd read it off the website. Despite looking uncoordinated, they're incredibly fast. They're these almost snake-like creatures. But like I said, behind me will be uh, pictures, but they have, like, like I said, these sacks that almost, I don't want to say they look like nuts, Truck nuts? Hell yeah, brother. Like, they they just have, like, these balls, for lack of a better word, that are fleshy just off of them and just, just give off this, like, noxious, flammable gas, like I said. Their flexible bodies can also allow them to slither on the ground if they are not floating. They can lay eggs, which is nuts to think that they're reproducing, uh, but during the original FEV experiments, the only sort of re reproduction that was actually noticed was asexual reproduction. And for you uh, non-biology majors in the audience today, I, uh, asexual reproduction means that they're just kind of reproducing with themselves, if I remember correctly. I, I think starfish are asexual. They get a little flag. In Appalachia, they're similar, they're similar to the floaters of the West Coast. Again, soft bodies uh, named after the flotation sacs that allow them to fly. But the Appalachian floaters have a single mouth consisting of an upper jaw and two large mandibles, which are each lined with sharp teeth. A remarkably long tongue is kept folded in the mouth when attacking the tongue unfurls and shows its length is roughly the same as the rest of the floater's body. Above the mouth is a large singular eye 
that blinks and squints. Multiple similar eyes are dotted around the head, although only two others are capable of independent rotation. Each floater variant has a different eye color and pupil shape. Nashers have bright green eyes with cross-shaped pupils. Flamers have yellow eyes with vertical rectangular pupils. And freezers are bright blue. The main body uh, is a thick torso and the tentacles ra- and has ten- multiple tentacles that wrap around to the central te- tentacle. Two squid-like tentacles, or arms, extend from the sides of the torso and down roughly half the length of the body. Again, there should be pictures behind me. A single tentacle, denoted as the tail, protrudes from the back of the main body. The torso and limbs are covered with groups of pulsating growths called pus sacs that are used to store volatile chemicals used in combat. The head consists of a single balloon-shaped flotation sac mounted above the eyes, a central ridge of hard materials runs along the top of the head and the sack continuously pulsates gross similar to the growth seen on the body the veins cover the head emits a growing radiance easily seen in the dark when killed floaters bring their arms to their head and emit a loud shriek as the floater sack violently expands upon rupturing the explosion spreads volatile entrails in a circular, circular, circular radius, leaving a lingering pool of pus for a short duration of time. Like I said, there's a couple variations. There's the burning ones, the freezers, and the regular ones. Now, I don't actually mind. Um, I don't actually mind there being floaters in Appalachia for one reason. They seem like they have some sort of a distinction to them. If I remember correctly, there is a form of FEV that runs. It's fallout. It's, it's branching out. What are you going to like at this point? What are you going to do? There's going to be mutants and shit everywhere, right? So I think Appalachia being the forest, the woods of West Virginia, flatworms, I'm assuming are going to be there. They're worms, right? So, uh, unless flatworms are completely unnative to Appalachia, which I doubt they are, it makes sense to me. They're not exactly the same as the ones from Fallout 2, and I'm okay with that. There's actually, in, behind me probably is a picture of it. Uh, in the artwork, the concept art for Fallout 3, there are floaters. And they're probably behind me somewhere. It was all supposed to be in New Vegas and they were cut. That's all I really have on the floaters from Fallout 2 and Fallout 76. That is the first entry in Monster Month. And that, my friends, is in fact this week's lore. So like I said, I don't really have much. Not much has happened. Actually, as of me uh, recording, right before I sat down to record, Kyle had sent me a tweet on Twitter saying that... Uh, Coolio, the the rapist, Coolio the Rapper, who you probably know from the Sonic the Hedgehog movie trailer where they played Gangster's Paradise, has passed away at the age of 59. Rough. Uh, I knew Gangster's Paradise. I knew Amish Paradise. I'm not trying to diminish the man's work or his life. I just wasn't super familiar with his works. But... He was a rapper. He was a hip hop man. He had, he was in that one, he had that video with Michelle Pfeiffer for Gangster's Paradise. I don't really have much else to say, guys. I hope you're well. I hope you're doing okay. If you like the intro music, it's by the one and only Shane Ivers. SilvermanSounds.com slash free music. Or you could throw a slash Feather Duster to get the intro track, Feather Duster. Follow me, the show, and Kyle with the links below. There's also links to the Redbubble, links to 
the Patreon. Again, thank you to the Patreon. Links to the Twitch. There's a bunch of links down there. Check them all out. Share the show with a friend. Send it to somebody you love. Send it to somebody you hate. Send it to anybody that'll listen. Uh, I love you very, very much, and I will see you next week. Thank you for being here. If you go to DC to meet Ken and a bunch of other Fallout fans, tell him I said what's up. Tell him I said hey, and I want to see some pictures. So join the Discord. I love you very much, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye, everybody. Atomic Radio Hour Podcast. A Gulman Entertainment Production.